Equity is brought to you by ExaCrunch, that prodigious TechCrunch paywall you keep running into. You can break through that paywall at a steep discount if you use the promo code equity. If you do, you'll get access to our best stuff and you'll make equity look really good internally at the same time. Enough of that, let's start the show. Hey everyone, it's Alex. Welcome to some extra equity. This is the Q&A from our live show. It was good fun, so we decided to go ahead and make sure that everyone could hear it. Thanks for everyone who came out and talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Question one. I do want to make sure that we get to some questions. Yes, we're going Um, to do questions. The very first question is actually for you, Danny. Emma Gordon. Emma Gordon is curious, what is with all of your board games? We do have a lot of board games. There's another 300 that way. Um, I think we have about 650 in the house. And it is an amazing conversation starter for any video conference you ever do. Yeah. <laughs> the real answer is I, I love board games. My husband loves board games. We play a lot of board games. We, we love board games so much. We get way more board games than we ever play. Do you They're have like a favorite books. board game? No. No, that's a very dangerous question to answer. Got okay, it, got it. Okay. That would be like okay, Danny, that can Car- cause marital stress. Car- Carcassonne <laughs> or uh, uh, or Ticket to Ride? I would probably go with Carcassonne. Okay, oh, oh, that's the right answer. Ticket okay. to Ride's Carcassonne, pretty good. Carcassonne's much more strategic. But there you All go. right, we have another question. <laughs> Getting cut off. Swipe to the left. <laughs> this is from Brianna, Brianna, Maine. What is a trend in the early stage tech ecosystem that excited you the most? You have to call on us, Grace. Oh, um, why don't we start with Natasha? Do you have do you have a trend in the early stage tech ecosystem that is the most exciting? Maybe a recent one? I know we we joke a lot about rolling funds. At least I joke a lot about rolling funds. But I think that they're actually so cool to see like just the the concept of someone being able to raise money based off of a following or a community that they've created for themselves actually turn into like deals and dollars and just like even a, like a couple thousand dollars for a startup is honestly pretty cool and i've only been covering tech for two years but two years ago that was not a reality so that is always trippy to me i think um for me it's no code i mean it's actually a very similar pattern right which is you know in the past someone like me who studied software engineering you know has this access to this powerful tool right the computer to be able to make it do what you wanted to do and and that was a tool that was very elitist i mean very few people in the world knew how to code with no-code tools or low-code tools, we're starting to see just how many applications folks can do, everything from retail stores and grocery stores to big companies are now running off code where you can click and drag and drag and drop. And I, I think that that's actually extraordinarily empowering. I, I actually think that's one of the few GDP-enhancing productivity you know, themes that we're really seeing out there today. Do, do, you, yeah. want me to, do you want me to go? No trend for you, Alex. I'm going to give you, actually, Alex, I'm going to give you... <laughs> Another question. <laughs> Bouncing off of this one. We don't want your early stage thoughts. Don't, no, don't no, no, no. Like... She's a Navy grad. <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna tie in well. This is gonna tie in well. So I hope maybe you can offer your opinion on both of the, the following question and this one, which comes from Brian Wool, who says, Red pill time. What is a trend in the early stage tech e- ecosystem that you absolutely can't stand? Ooh. Oh. Okay. Give so, Alex that question. Yeah, yeah so, Alex, couple, you start. I'm gonna start. A <laughs> couple things. Rolling funds are to VCs as Substacks are to the old school pubs. So I love that, Natasha. Uh, Danny, I think you're right on no code unlocking GDP. I'm super hyped about it, and that's why I've been trying to cover a lot of these companies, including one this morning, naturally. To Brian's question about red pills and things that I don't like. Okay, here, here's I got, a, I got a few. First of all, if you raised a fund or raised a round, I mean, tell me. 
don't wait nine months. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, oh, we raised the Series A. I'm like, oh, great. It's fantastic. Uh, when did it close? You know, thinking like, you know, Q2. They're like, uh, it was uh, June of 2019. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, and then now you've already spent all of it. Are you trying to spin up a PR campaign to raise a B? It feels dicey and shitty. Like, just, just tell me or don't. But don't, don't crash my car and then not tell me for a fortnight. You know, I might want to get it fixed. I, I think my worst theme right now or trend that I'm seeing is, is the number of new brands. I don't know why I'm on all these emails. I get at least a dozen to two dozen emails a day that's like a new hard seltzer with, I don't know, uh, lime water in it that's imported from Antarctica. There's so many D2C new brands, influencer brands, like Jake Paul backs half of these things, I think. Um, And uh, I I am so sick of it. Like I go to the grocery store, I don't go, gee, I couldn't find something I wanted to eat on these 65, you know, aisles of of fluff. There's so much choice. Why do we need more brands? I'm sounding like an old man now. You are. It's okay. But like, Danny, I'm I'm with you on this. Also, I just want to say publicly again that I'm so pissed off that they came out with hard seltzer after I quit drinking. <laughs> like, what? What is this? Can, are you shitting me? They, really not. They made vodka water, Tosh. That's designed <laughs> for alcoholics. It hydrates I'll, your I'll, I'll, I think you that's out. considered step eight of the Alcoholics Anonymous uh, system. Well, there's 46 steps. It's really hard. No, <laughs> we also have a question from our very own Chris Gates. Oh. <laughs> In the ballot box. I'm like embarrassed. We managed to mute him. How do we not mute him there? I just think that this is such a good question that I want to make sure it gets out there. <laughs> is coming back to some of our earlier conversations, Chris is asking, is Tiger just running the Vision Fund playbook? And sort of in addition to that, like, Whose playbook is A16Z running? Whose playbook are we on now? Natasha, you, you get to go first, but I want to go second. I, I don't think I'm going to comment on Tigers, but on A16Zs, content has always been like a, a full strategy for VCs. Like if it, it wasn't always news publications, sure, but it was podcasts. Before that, it was medium posts. And now it's everything plus like new branding and an editor in chief. And so I think what A16Z is doing is really cool because they're putting investment behind it and not making it just content marketing with like a little, you know, label on it. They're actually like have an all female editorial team. I love that. So I, th- I think that they're rewriting it from like a more modern perspective, but I don't think they're copying anyone. I think they're just building on top of what VC has been working toward and doing yeah. it faster because they have a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Andreessen fits into the Tiger question, actually, because if you think about how much uh, Andreessen changed the game, there's echoes of, of Tiger today in that. So uh, when Andreessen put together its first, uh, Danny, it was like, what, 300 million, then 500 million, then like 1.1 billion or something like that for Andreessen's first three funds, something like that. When they raised that first really big fund, they just paid more for rounds. They would just roll in and be like, cool, go out there, run your process, come to us, and we'll add 20% to it, and we'll do the deal. And so founders did this, and it pissed off a lot of people in VC who were price conscious and had never had been outbid by someone not playing the same game as them before. Then the vision fund came in and started writing enormous checks into either brilliant investments, DoorDash, or complete catastrophes, AKA Zoom, Z-U-M-E. Don't forget the pizza company with the robot trucks that didn't- My fave. Yeah, the, the absolute best. Tiger though, and Danny, correct me if I'm wrong here, essentially is building a private index fund of growthy startups. And so they're going into companies between A, B, and C, depending on how mature they are, and writing an enormous check, and they're buying one in everybody. And it's kind of brilliant. And you need a lot of money, a lot of conviction and team to do it. But it's different than the Vision Fund because there's no, I mean, name the person in charge of Tiger who has the vision. You can't. There's no, there's no Masa Sun there, you know, with the great presentations and the big vision. It's, it's much more 
serious and boring? I, I think the answer is there's a lot more operational discipline, which comes from that hedge fund you know, background to do the exact same strategy. I, I actually think it's almost the same. Uh, I do think that people forget that the Vision Fund was investing 250 to 400 million per round, not 70 to 100 million per round, yeah. which actually radically changes the way you think about this. It's still B capital, not C and D capital, which I think is a smarter place to play. It's that quick B, as we were talking about earlier, not that yeah. like weird, it's not really IPO stage, but it's really not early. I just think it's better execution. I, what, what's interesting to me, though, overall, is just how many different playbooks exist today in venture. You have the crypto playbook. You have this media-centric playbook, which we saw with Harry Stebbings and obviously with Andreessen. You have you know, the high-velocity growth playbook, which Tiger is pioneering. You have like talent-focused early-stage funds like SignalFire that are building that out. And then at the, at the seed stage, you have everything from you know, finding product market fit to getting your customers in the front door. So to me, like there are a lot of different ways to do it that, you know, if you look 10, 15 years ago, there was like one way to run a venture fund. And I think yeah, that's super yeah. exciting. Yeah, I think we're going to end on that question. I think that was a good one. This was fun. We do want to say a final thank you to our live audience. Yeah. Who came? This is really cool. Thank you. This Thanks, has been a lot everyone. of fun. Tweet Danny if it's bad. Tweet me if it was good. Thanks. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> Bye.